that movie in a world with Lake Bell? No. It's uh it's it's about the world of movie voiceover and it's literally about these people that do it's fiction. It's a comedy. And it's about um, people that do the movie voiceovers for trailers, like the guy that did, you know, the in a world stuff. Oh yeah. Um, and it's all it's all about that. Um, she plays. I think it's been a while since I've seen it, but I think she plays the daughter of like a guy who's like really renowned for it. A uh, pretty good indie movie. Never heard of it. Never. When was this? At least probably eight years ago, maybe. Oh okay, so not that long ago. It's then. been a while. Because I was thinking that that was like an eighties, nineties thing, right? Back when it was, you know. Well, I mean, it went on for for decades. I guess it went on until uh, until that guy died. Probably. Actually, I think uh-huh. his name was like Don Lafontaine or Don Fontaine or so he was just like something. the guy. Yeah, yeah, he was. Oh, a, he really legitimately was the yes, guy. He like was the was, guy. Oh shit! Okay, yep. all right. His voice. If you look up, if you look up that guy, you can find tons of clips of his voice doing That's voiceover. That's pretty incredible. How many people can say I, I, I was the the everything of this thing it wasn't like yeah. we all did this no i did this yeah that's cool i mean sure there have been plenty of like trailer yeah, voiceovers little, but his voice is but very his distinct. Was synonymous with, yeah he was the yeah i get it all right anything else you want to talk about or before we get into it um no 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 this is the subjective cinephiles podcast i'm adam and i'm stanton and welcome to episode five. Cinco. Yeah. And as we promised, we failed. Yes, we failed. <laughs> it's my fault, actually. Uh, we had some life things interrupt, and we weren't able to record episode five in time before the Oscars, unfortunately. Life always finds a way That's right. to get in the way. We did, however, get to watch all the the final two films before the Oscars happen. So, and I have some thoughts. I don't know about you, but I definitely have some thoughts. Definitely do. Definitely have some thoughts. We do now know uh, how things went down with the Oscars, so we will talk about that yes. at the end of the podcast. Yes. Um, unfortunately, we can't give our guesses. Well, I guess we still can't. I had I can, my guesses. My, my, I have. I will say that my. I had my, my best picture prediction. That's why yeah. I texted it to you just in case I got it right because I right. wanted it to be time-stamped. Right. Uh, spoiler alert, I didn't get it right. We'll get into that later. And I, I had mine. I think I even voiced mine in one of the last podcasts. I think I very early on said what I... You before. said it. I don't know if you said it in the podcast, but I know you said it to me face-to-face. Yeah, yeah. Because so. you asked me where I was leaning. And right. I was leaning in one direction, and then I watched these two, and I went leaning in another direction, and neither of the directions that I was leaning in was correct. Right, right. Same, same for me. Okay, well, at least we know where we stand, and we can talk about that at the end here. Um, and then after this, uh, we'll talk about where we're going to go from here. Uh, like we said, maybe some lighter content. One of the things I want to say, like, because, um, spoiler, but, you know, we're always saying positive things about a lot of these films. It's, it's very rare that we have anything negative to say or that we uh, right out don't like a film other than myself. <laughs> uh, but... In the future, we'll, you know, spice is the variety. Or vari- Wait, variety is the spice. <laughs> we'll be doing more different things uh, than just these, these Oscar-nominated films. I always thought, you know, at least going into this, I thought that I might have varying degrees of feelings as far as these, how I feel about these films. But, damn, they were all pretty damn good. Yes. Almost all. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, with, with so said, yeah. what do you want to talk about first? Uh, so we got Minari and we got The Father. I watched Minari first, then I watched The Father. It doesn't really matter. I watched in reverse can... order, actually. Yeah. Yep. But I still stand by my statement that to sum up these two movies at a high level, I personally think that 
we save the best two for last. That's yeah. that's my opinion. Okay. I, I I love these movies. Which one do you want to talk about first? Um, it's up to you. Let, let's go, Minari. I, Minari I think we're bit. both gonna have some very right, similar opinions. It. But I'm getting it. I'm getting the information pulled up here. All right. So I'm gonna go over the specs real quick. It was directed and written by Lee Isaac Chung, uh, starring Stephen Yun and several actors whose names I do not wish to butcher. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, I mean that respectfully. I do not yes. wish to butcher their names. I'm bad with Korean names. I really am. Um, the only reason I know Stephen Yun's name is because I've heard it so many times. Right, right. With the um, this film was nominated for several Academy Awards, including Best Picture. Um, and I'll just say it right now. This was my pick. This was yeah. my pick after watching it. Okay. Um, it, I texted that to you. Yeah, yeah, you did. I forgot. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that it was my pick. It didn't change my feelings. Uh, but it came close. It came very close. Really? I, I really, really loved this movie. Um, it was very heartfelt and it really got to me. It touched me a lot. I have a lot of, Same. uh, real life things that, I drew conclusion or drew uh, similarities too with with like the grandmother and me the as well. Boy. Yeah, that it really spoke to me on a on a deep emotional yeah, level. Same. So it was really uh, it really got to me in that way. But um, yeah, it still didn't take over my top pick. But but yeah, it was fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, we'll st- we'll try to kind of stick to our um, our original format of doing things. Try not to be spoiler, I guess. In the yeah. beginning here. Um, Except for episode four. Episode four was the spoiler episode. Yeah, episode four was uh, definitely. We were off spoiler. the. We were kind of <laughs> off the rails on that one. We had we had strong emotions. And yes. We had to get to the point. Yep. Damn it. Yep. Um, um, and I, I mean, I have strong emotions about these movies too, but I don't feel the urge to spoil them. <laughs> yeah. But let me tell you, when <laughs> I just about <laughs> oh, I got so sad. Oh man, yeah. We can we can edit that part out. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> Maybe we'll just bleep out the whole section. Yes, just, yes. And then, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll when just do bleep that. had a bleep, you remember that part? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That was heartbreaking. Oh, man. Or bleep bleeping. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, I guess uh, I'll just I'll I'll since I have the specs yeah, pulled up, I'll go just for go it. over my my feelings here. Absolutely. Go um, I haven't seen Steven Yeun in anything else. I know he's been in a lot of stuff. All I, I should say, I haven't seen Steven Yeun in any other films. I've only seen him in The Walking Dead and this. Um, tremendous performance by Steven Yeun here. Yeah. Uh, I totally believed everything. Yeah, as much as I... I don't want to cut you off, but as much as I, I love The Walking Dead, I was a little bit worried that I wouldn't be able to see past him being Glenn. I thought the whole time I would just you know yeah. see Glenn. I completely forgot. Like, he just... It just yeah, he he uh, he played his part so well that it just I completely forgot about the whole thing with The Walking Dead and who he was. He was just he became that father, that little boy, and it was he was fantastic. Great job. And the the child acting in this movie is just oh top yeah, notch. yes, like damn, these are good child yeah. actors. Very Every good. all the acting in this movie, um, and I I gotta give a shout out to Will Patton whose name looks familiar to me and I see that I've seen a lot of his filmography but like facially doesn't look familiar to me. Really? Yeah. 
what else has he been in? Who, who else yeah, was you he in some stuff? Like, it uh, says he was in The Punisher. Who was he in The Punisher? It says he was in... Uh, wait, which Punisher? The, the, the what's Thomas the, Jane? The Thomas Jane the Thomas one, Jane? yeah. Uh, who was he in that? Oh, he was the best friend of... Uh, of uh, oh, my God, the main bad guy. What's his name? His name in real life. Um, uh, John Travolta. John Travolta. He was, like, his best friend. The one yeah. that he ends up making him yeah, kill. Yeah, he was that guy. Yeah. Now that I'm looking at he's, him, he He's always that like that one. Yeah. Uh, he's also in... Isn't he gone in, gone in 60 Seconds? Uh, I think. Yes. Yes, he is. And Remember the Titans. Armageddon, yeah, I remember the Titans. The Armageddon. Yeah, how could I forget that? Yeah. Um, I think, not to cut you off there, no, no, go ahead. but I kind of think that, that, you know, Will Patton probably has some more recognition. You, you know who he is. Yeah. Um, but this, I think Paul Racy had a moment in Sound of Metal. Yeah. I knew and you I, were going to compare. I really think, I, I really think that this is Will Patton's moment. Yeah. Like I so believe every single scene and there was real potential when he starts with the, I don't even know what it's called. Like the the chanting, the yammering, the yeah, whatever the, that's like the in tongues or whatever. The, yeah, the hell he was doing. There's yeah. real. If if you did that wrong, the whole movie could be ruined that at that point, mm-hmm. and it could just turn into comedy, a farce. Yeah. But he played it so well that I believed that this guy believed yeah. every bit of what he was doing, and yeah, that's he, why I didn't laugh at it because he believed in it so sincerely. Yeah, it was fantastic, and I felt so bad for him. And the kids on the bus are, like, yep. flipping him off yep. and, like, oh. Because, um, I mean, yeah, he, I mean, he is crazy, but he means well. <laughs> kids are the worst. I well, think, yeah. you know, not all kids, <laughs> broad general statements have, as we have established are not right. good. But a lot of kids are assholes. Let's, yeah. let's just, yeah, that's facts. Yeah. That's just the truth. Yep, especially that age group. But, yeah, no, he, he did a fantastic job. I, I kind of... Um, drew that same comparison like you said with the with the sound of metal i didn't voice it out loud but i wondered if you were gonna uh, see the same thing um what, did i say voice of metal the sound of metal no yeah. you said sound of metal did yeah. i say okay. <laughs> all right my words are getting or maybe jumbled. you didn't and then we'll, well listen we'll this find back. out yeah one it's not another. like we're recording this or anything <laughs> no 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 just two friends talking you know um, um the yeah. soundtrack oh yeah i really like the soundtrack i did too I did too. I don't think there was anything quite outstanding to me though. Really? But maybe maybe I just was so engrossed in everything else I didn't even realize. Uh, what what exactly about it stood out to you though? Um, the one the one song I forget what it's called that the grandma says to what's i'm forgetting the character names here yeah when grandma says to monica that she used to sing this song they used to sing the song in karaoke and that same song plays over the credits yeah the actress actually sings the song oh really and yeah and um i really like that song i liked all the music but that song in particular really just stood out to me i didn't know that that's awesome um yeah, well, okay, we both obviously know how we feel about it, and we both yes. like it, so we can go ahead and say we're definitely going to talk about spoilers now. What's your rating? Um, oh, yeah, and rating, of course. Uh, I give this a solid 9. Okay. Um, the only thing keeping it from a 10 uh, is literally just... I can't say anything negative about it, honestly. Um, a little bit slow at times, but that's what the nature of the film was. That's just how what it was. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to stick with a 9, definitely. Okay, I'm a 10. So, Definitely. Well, obviously, yeah, if that was your choice. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the only reason I'll just go ahead and say it now. The only reason I I would say I guess not a ten is because my ten uh, would definitely have to be the trial. I would have gone with the trial. Did you only give one ten in the whole time we I were doing I this? I think I gave two. Okay. I think I gave Judas a ten as well. Yeah, it was hard not to. Those two films and they work so well. To get, it's kind of you know, obviously they're not the same, but they work so well together. They and do. Watching them, they work well as hand in hand, like yeah. as companion pieces. I think they they really help to in a weird kind of way. Uh, boost each other in a way uh but yeah that was my choice and didn't didn't turn out of course but uh but minari is definitely uh a good second or third um so many things like we said before like with the grandmother and um and the little boy it rung so true to me with like things with me and my grandmother and then also things with my son and my mom uh and their relationship and how it can be at times different from your traditional you know what you expect it to be from grandmother and 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 the grandson the little boy oh my god just so adorable he is the cutest oh my god he is like more cute than Haley joel osmond was in his yes yes like goddamn this kid and uh and, and all the things that he does to her just like the um, when she wanted to drink the Mountain Dew, oh, yeah. the water from the yep. mountains, yep. <laughs> and he goes and like fills the cup with with urine, brings it back to her, and that just that whole scene, man, just the way she reacted, like you son of a bitch, yep. and takes off after yep. him. Uh, and then her her loving side with like the uh, um, when the father says to go get the switch, uh, the, you know, the tree branch, and and he comes back with like the little what was it like the little um, the tiny twig or yeah, something. yeah it wasn't yeah. even a twig it was like the uh, the little wheat um, yeah. thing yeah. yeah and she's like he's so smart you're so yeah um, or when one moment that really struck me was I thought was really powerful was um, when she says that he's a very strong boy and she's like no one's ever said this to you before have right, they right and it's like wow yeah she like she's there you're right their relationship is is strange at times but she definitely cares about him oh yeah yeah um and her just realizing how he he's not getting he, he well obviously he doesn't live a normal little boy's life and all the things that he's neglected not because his parents don't love him or care but because they're too worried about his safety and and other things, they're not able to be there for him yep. like she's able to be. Um, and when, uh, like, there were just so many, there were there were moments in this movie. I cried, I cried oh, a lot. Yeah. Um, but there were there were moments that like really filled me with joy, like yeah. made me cry happy tears. Um, when when the grandma is walking away from the fire and the kids go to find her and they're like, no, come back. We want you to come back with us. Like I was like, Oh my God. And he takes off running. Yep. Yep. Oh man. The best he can do too. He's barely running, but he's running. Yep. And that's just so moving. That broke my heart. And yeah, that, that moment alone in the moment when, uh, when they're having the conversation in bed right before they wake up and she's had her. Yeah. Uh, but that whole conversation and her telling him, you know, she, he doesn't need to think about these things. He's just a little boy and and just to live and like uh, so heartbreaking and moving and happy at the same time. And then, God damn it, if they don't, you know, punch you in the gut right in the next morning. Yeah. Uh, that was um, so heartbreaking. So if you had to pick one scene from this movie, what do you think 
your favorite scene would be? Or what do you think the most, you know, most powerful, whatever you want to pick? Best scene? Because I got mine. Hmm. Well, honestly, there's a lot. It's hard to choose for a lot of different reasons. There's the happy tears, the sad tears. Um, but, man, it's so hard to choose. I want to go with um, the scene of him running, chasing her, you know, because that was a, a thing throughout was that he shouldn't be running. Um, but then there was also the moment when, like, when they're going, before they find the Minari uh, flowers or whatever, and she's, like, encouraging him to to be more, I don't know what the right word is, but to be more uh, outgoing and, yeah. and to do, th- yeah. you know, that was more really adventurous. touching. More adventurous, yeah. That was a really sweet moment for me. That one I related to a lot. Um, so it's really, really hard to pick one, but the most moving for me and the most, when I had the most emotion was watching him run and chase after her. Um, yeah. I would say not maybe I, okay. Most emotional scene, definitely the end when they're, when they're leading grandma back. But I think that from an acting standpoint, the scene after they go to the store, um, and it's uh, cannot remember their names. God damn it! <laughs> it's I don't just want to keep using the actors' names. Yeah, it's Jacob and Monica, um, and they're basically like that. They're coming to the terms with the end of their like. It seems at that point it's going to be the end of their marriage. Right. And that acting in that moment was so raw, and the emotion was so. I don't want to say visceral, but I just really believed every second of that. Yeah. I believed every second of the movie, but that scene in particular was so raw. No, it I absolutely it was. So powerful. Was. I kind of just glossed over and kind of forgot a lot about their scenes, in, which sounds negative, but it's just because the the grandmother and uh, and little boy, their relationship really just you know took over for me. But absolutely, yeah, no, that was great. Um, and the whole movie is so damn good that just, you know, zeroing in on one, there, this scene is great, and this scene is great, and this scene made me laugh, and this scene yeah. made me cry, you know, it's, this movie's good, just go watch and it. And you know, maybe this isn't like uh, as big of a deal to others, but the moment when they come back and they see that everything's on fire, and he runs in to try to save things, I thought for sure that the mother, again, I'm bad with the Monica, right? Yeah. But she yep. just... Uh, would either stand by or just worry about keeping the kids out of mm-hmm. it. But she runs right in there and tries to help Yeah, them. I was surprised. Like, I was like, okay, okay. Like she, and I don't think that was to save the stuff as much as it was her love for him. Yeah. I think it was just... Yep, yeah, absolutely. And that, was, that was moving. Because um, she knows if if he cares so much, he's so passionate, yeah. that if she doesn't help him, he could end up killing himself. Yeah, and this she, is going to break him, and, yep. and she doesn't want that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another good moment just we could we could really go like beat by beat with this whole that's a good part that's a good part that's a good part there are no bad parts (laughs) in this movie honestly the uh the beginning um when they when they first get there and they see the trailer and then after that how they're like walking through or maybe it was before uh when they're walking through the fields and he's explaining this is our this is it this is our future this is our garden this is our well what goes from a garden to uh to much more to a farm um beautiful beautiful shots and just like 
you know, of course, her reaction is, what the hell, you bought this because of dirt? <laughs> yeah. But it was so beautiful, and I love that scene. You know what my main takeaway from this movie is? This is an American movie. This is about Korean Americans, yes. But this is a story that can only take place in America. This, a family moving from another country, they come to make their own way. They're getting help from their neighbors. It's it's a very American story. And I think that it's it's a story that everyone needs to hear right now to bring people together. Yeah. Particularly with all of the horrific anti-Asian oh, sentiment yeah. going around all the right now, and all the terrible, yeah, yeah, it's awful. So I think this is this is a very. I don't want to keep saying these are all important movies, but like but this, this is another you're, important you're absolutely movie, right? Though that's what America is all about, right there. The way all the neighbors come together, despite the fact of all the of the different culture of the different race. Like, when they go to the church and everyone's so accepting. Yeah. And when the little girl comes up to the little boy and she starts going like ching chong, like she starts right, being right. racist and you think, oh, she's being like right. racist. But then you realize, no, these people are just that ignorant. Yeah, they just don't know. Yeah. yeah. That moment was, there was another moment. There's another yeah. one. Oh man, this movie was so good. That is, that's the America that I want to remember. That's yes. what I want it to be. Yep, absolutely. What it used to be. Or Love your be. neighbor. That's right. Yeah, that's a whole other side of it. It hadn't even really clicked with me until you said it, but you're absolutely right. Um, call me cliche or whatever, but it, it is. That's, it's a beautiful thought. Thank um, you. All right, so uh, Minari, as you said, you gave it a 10. I gave it a 9. Um, you want to move on to the father? Yes, I'll let you take the lead on this one. Okay, so <clears throat> the father... Um, Right away, all I really knew about it was, I think, beforehand, you thought it had something to do with a pastor or something? I really or? thought it was about a priest or something. <laughs> or priest, I knew yeah. nothing about this um, movie other than Anthony Hopkins was in it. And that's basically what I knew. I knew Anthony Hopkins, and I knew that it was something about this uh, father figure who was losing his uh, losing his mind or, or just something with Alzheimer's. I knew very little. Um, you Do you want to read the synopsis? I don't oh, yeah. have uh, anything on me to do that right So now. I'll go over the specs real quick. This is written and, or co-written and directed by Florian Zeller in his directorial debut, based on his play, uh, The Father, in French. Um, it's starring Anthony Hopkins, Olivia Coleman, Imogen Poots, and several other very good British actors. I love that name. Imogen Poots. Oh, yeah. It's the best name. <laughs> I, I have to... I'm going to pull this up because I'm going to butcher the hell out of the names. Um, whether... Not the actors' names, but the uh, the actual characters. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but right off the bat, um, you know, I love Anthony Hopkins, so I was down for that 100%. Um, but I had no idea what an emotional ride I was getting into. Um, one of Me the either. scariest things... In this world, there's not a. I'm not scared of death. I mean, it sounds whatever to say it, but like, we're all gonna die. I get yeah, that. and we could all die in some pretty horrible ways. Sure. Um, but none of it really worries me. I don't sit around. I don't worry about all. The, you know, maybe a terrorist attack. I don't sit around and worry about nuclear. I don't sit around and worry about any kind of. But like, one of the things that's always gnawing at me in the back of my head, maybe because I've known and had family that have dealt with uh, whether it's Alzheimer's or. Um, uh, Dementia. Dementia, yes. thank you. Um, that is t- fucking terrifying. Yes. You, that, in a way, is dying twice. 
because you lose your memories, you lose control over like understanding what is even going on. You then you you're in a way already dying or dead. Yeah. And then you got to actually die again. Yep. <laughs> and probably completely lost and not remembering all the people you love or where you are or that's just lost so frightening. and alone in some facility somewhere. Yeah. Being held by someone who you don't even know, and who doesn't even know you. It's so sad that there are so many people that yeah. that's happening to right now. Yeah. As we speak. Um, and Anthony Hopkins, as usual, does one hell of an incredible job. And, oh, my God. Oh. Um, I think since we're here, we can go ahead and say uh, safely. If any, We should have already said, if anybody doesn't know who won these different... Uh, yeah, we're. I mean, when this is, whenever this goes up, it's going to be several days after the Oscars. So, so hopefully, you should yeah. have. Yeah, but fair warning, we're going to talk about yeah. who won what. Uh, but you know, I know there's a lot of controversy right now because of uh, Chadwick Boseman, and you know, sure, I, I, I can't speak specifically because I don't know the role he was uh, nominated for Best Actor. What what film was that? I think it was Ma Rainey's Black Bottom okay, on so Netflix, which I've not that. seen. Yeah, so I can't say. Uh, but from what I have seen, Anthony Hopkins, by all, yeah, he absolutely earned it, in my opinion. As far as that Chadwick controversy goes, I actually wanted to... I was thinking about what I was going to say about that. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the film. I loved Chadwick Boseman as an actor. Right, same. There's no performance better than this performance. I can't imagine a performance. There's no performance. I, I mean, this again, is, I think I don't want to say that. Sorry, not to cut you off. I don't want to. No. I don't want to go that far because I haven't seen it. Yeah. So that I feel like that's irresponsible of me. But I, I get what you're saying. I'll be irresponsible. No, I, I guarantee you. I get what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. I watched Anthony Hopkins do an interview on Colbert the other day with the director. Really? It was the director and Hopkins and Colbert, and he made the point that. As an actor portraying someone losing control like this, you need to be even more in control than you normally would. Because you need to... Think about that. Like, think about how in control you need to be in to show to someone losing control. Yeah. Think about how hard that's got to be. Oh, I like, can't begin to imagine. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I couldn't play this. I, no. I, I'm not an actor. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I, I'm an actor. I could play this or I could play that role. But even if I was an actor, I think that would be, like, the hardest role. Yeah. I can't imagine. I we could get into specifics, but uh, yeah, some of the scenes just blew me away. Um, before before we get into spoilers, though, you know, yeah. Um, was there anything that you didn't like about the movie? Only uh, to be completely honest and. I got a little frustrated at times, and, okay. but I think that that is kind of a part of it in a, in a weird way because I felt the frustration he was probably feeling. I kind of got to the point where I was like, okay, I, I, I get now what's going on. I fully like, and I get that more needs. There's, there's definitely more that needs to be told. There's definitely other meanings to some of these scenes that, that reason for continuing to go through this and, and see these things through his eyes, but holy shit, was it hard to watch, yeah. you know? So fucking hard to, to deal with, like, and piecing it together. I want to watch it a second time, because I think I'll appreciate it even more now that I understand more, yeah. you know? I mean, I know I will. Um, and I've watched, actually, a few 
because uh, I wasn't sure about something, some of the meanings that I was reading into that uh, that either rang true or some people saw differently. Uh, but yeah, I think a second go would be even better. But I wouldn't call that a negative. I wouldn't say that I disliked it for that. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm I, I rate this movie a ten, uh, ten out of ten for me, just because for no other reason just his performance and how how true how how amazing it was and how uh just everything moving and heartbreaking and and just really makes you think and uh at the same time just i really think it was beautifully done uh showing it through his eyes something that i never thought about until you know seeing this movie um but yeah, I don't think I can really say anything negative about it other than that. Just at times, it got a little hard to watch, got a little hard to deal with the inconsistencies and the thing, everything he was dealing with, you know? I We keep talking so much about how good Anthony Hopkins is, and he does steal the show. But I will say all the other acting in this is really good as well, particularly from Olivia Coleman. Um, I'm oh, a big yeah. fan of hers. I've seen her in, in quite a few things. She looks familiar, but I don't recall where I've seen her. Um... She's been in, I'll go over some of her filmography here real quick. She was on some British television. Then she was in Fleabag on Amazon Prime. She was in Broadchurch, The Night Manager. Those are both shows. She was on The Crown. She's been in movies, Hot Fuzz, The Iron Lady, Hyde Park on Hudson. Um, And the first movie that I ever saw her in, and one that I won't get into right now, but highly recommend, and I've recommended this to you before, Tyrannosaur. It's very dark, yes, you have. searingly intense British drama. Yet to watch but that. man, it's good. It's so good. I gotta do that. I gotta start writing these down, I swear. It's, it, well, it's not like we record ourselves or anything. <sighs> well, now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, I, I think we've pretty much fully said, you know, we both love this movie, I think. Yes. Go watch um, it. 10 out of 10. Yeah, absolutely. Go watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, Hell, even once we've spoiled it, go watch it because I mean, you words like, can't do it justice. No, and not only that, but even if you've seen it once, you're gonna want to see it again. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it again. Yeah. Um, I immediately got my uh, my mother to watch it and Minari actually, but she loved both of them and she really relates to it because she has had a lot of family members deal with uh, that and similarities like with Alzheimer's. Um, but I think to a lot of people, this could be a really uh, eye opening and I mean, I've said it a hundred times. These both of these movies are so goddamn heartbreaking at times. I think they're important. Very I important. think that this yeah. movie, this movie really needs to be viewed by everyone because yeah. this. I don't How care who you are, is. where you are, what ethnicity, what religion, what race, what creed, what your beliefs are. This can and will affect affect yes. anyone. I mean, it won't. I don't want to say it will affect anyone, but this could potentially affect, affect anyone. anyone. It does not, literally, it doesn't care anyone. about your color, your skin, or your none of that. Bullshit. This is an yeah. extremely important movie to watch yeah. because I've my my grampy, my dad's dad, went through Alzheimer's. So well, I don't want to say went through. Like he was diagnosed with it, and then later he died from complications related to that. Um, so I know what it's like to be around someone. Um, and you do as well. Yeah. Um, it This movie is accurate. But seeing it from the perspective of Anthony, um, who is also the character's name. Not Anthony Hopkins plays <laughs> a character named Anthony. Yeah. Um, or as all the British people call him in the movie, Anthony. 
<laughs> I love the British accents in this movie. Oh my god. Yes, I so do good. too. I've always loved the British accent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but seeing the way the disease affects you, or the way it affects Anthony through his eyes, this movie is a mind fuck and a half, and it needs to be mm-hmm. to show you when when his daughter came in and was talking to him about going to Paris. And then his daughter came in later, and it was a different actress. Yeah, that was that was that the moment where I was like, so "What much. the fuck?" Yeah, and everything after that, I knew I was in for a ride at that point. And same. That's when it hit. That's me. when I'm it like, really. Okay. I was like, I was paying attention. I was zeroed yeah, in. Yeah, because I'll be honest, I was doing something. I don't remember what. I have a bad habit of sometimes if it doesn't grip me right away, I'll maybe like get diverted into my phone or something. But at that moment, I remember being like, "All right." I gotta focus. Yeah, like I'm it. gonna miss some yep. shit. Yeah. <laughs> and the there's just there's there's two other scenes in particular that really stood out to me. Aside from the one at the end, which probably will stand out to most people. Um The way the two guys ask him if he's really just gonna keep hanging around on everybody's tits. Yeah. What do you think about that? In what way? Like, like what he... was it both guys? Was one of those guys a nurse and they were being a dick to him? Was it actually only her her uh, her boyfriend or, or fiance or whoever that said that? Was like who were those guys even? See, I don't know. Like that that's one of the things I struggled with and I actually looked into to try to get other people's opinions. And I, I kind of feel like one of the I'm, ones that... not to cut you off, but no, I do no. want to say I'm on the flip side of that. I didn't watch any analysis videos or anything oh, okay. leading okay. into this. Well, I didn't leading into it, but after the fact, because I was so... No, I mean, like, leading, like, oh, like leading before the podcast. The co- yeah, yeah. yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, so I was just so kind of annoyed by that that I wasn't quite sure. I wanted and... to reach through the screen and punch that guy. Oh, Both yeah. Both times. Yeah. I really just wanted to punch that guy. Uh, Both what, guys. What a lot of people have seem to have the consensus of is that that was his mind's way of... Like, it wasn't really happening, but that... This person's trying to take my daughter away from me and ah. and and making them a bad guy because yeah. he wants them to be a bad guy so he can hate him for that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he can Interesting. I don't know if that's really what it was. I did see the 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 nurse side the side you said, I just saw that. That was probably my initial thinking if I'm not mistaken. But I've now heard like three or four different iterations, so I got to make up my own mind and I yeah. want to go through and watch it again and see what I think uh on a fresher uh take. But yeah, what did you think? Um, I thought that those guys were both assholes. Well, clearly, yes. Um, I don't know what to think. I need to watch it again, honestly. Like and as like, far as that goes, him smacking him, like that, I felt like was. I think that that happened in the nursing home. Yeah, I hate to say nurse. it. I think so. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I initially thought, and that seems to be the consensus. Of because as much of a drunken asshole as that guy seemed like, I don't think that if he's if he really wants to get with this girl and he wants to stay with this woman, yeah, he's not gonna go smacking around her dad no matter how far gone he is. Right, I just right. don't. I don't. I don't know. What do you, okay? I keep jumping, but I got so many things I want to talk about here. Uh, like Lucy, what what's your take on that whole thing? Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe like the... was she ever even real? I mean, right. we see he compares. Um, I'm looking at the character I... now. 
It, he compares I feel like what's her she name. She was real, but I feel like because he, Laura, he does so much comparing, like like all the shit that he does and says that that makes her feel like she's literally like the least. Yeah. You know the comparisons to her and her mom, and yeah. like he clearly doesn't like, like, I don't know. That alone, that was so heartbreaking too. And she's trying to like, I don't, I don't want to say like make him. That that makes that makes it even harder to come to the conclusion she eventually has to come to. You know what I mean? That yeah. That, anyway, but back to Lucy. Uh, I don't know. I didn't know. I did not know um, what to think. As far as that goes, I mean, I'm. I think Lucy was probably real. I don't think that Laura ever actually looked like Lucy. He was probably just making her. He was remembering them as looking like or potentially even being the same person. I, I don't want to say like being the same person, but I think he was like really combining them in his mind. Right. Right. Yeah. I want to watch this again now. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to get into it again, honestly, so I can draw. I should have done that before this podcast. We actually. need to figure out how to record a commentary track. Yeah. And then we can do a commentary track for the father. There we go. That's what everybody wants. Yes. You know, they want our yes. comments. <laughs> hey, Mystery Science Theater 3000 could do it. We can do it. Hey, you know, and there's nothing that, that says that we can't in a future podcast come back to this and talk That's about true. Our, That's true. The father revisited. For, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so maybe we'll do that. Um, one other scene that I wanted to, one other scene that I wanted to get into real quick, um, the before we move on to anything, for sure, was for when um, his daughter and her boyfriend are sitting at the table, and he turns the corner, and they're talking about him, and then he sits down for dinner, and then he leaves, and he comes back, and they're talking about him, yes. but they've already had dinner. That that was like what. Yeah, there was something yes. about that that really got me. I don't know why, but that one. Did you put together? Uh, and I'm not gonna lie. I thought about lying, but I'm not gonna lie because I'm not that smart. Did you put together the watch and the correlation to him losing track of time? That's like him trying to hold on to time. Mm. Did you get that at all? No, I, I I thought that it was like he he just kept losing his stuff. Like he was really I mean, he was definitely, obsessing yes. over trying to find his stuff. I didn't make that but, that deep. And, and maybe it's not big brain. But a lot of people brought me to that conclusion. That, that definitely makes that sense. That was like him trying to hold on to time. He can't control. Mm. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it's wrong, but uh, it felt pretty uh, pretty real to me. And and I really I think the bottom line here is that we need to watch it again. Hundred yeah. percent. Out of all these movies, this one will benefit the most from a second watch. Yeah. This and Mank, maybe. Yeah, I'm, uh, that is a goal for me. We will uh, hopefully uh, in a future episode soon. I would really like to revisit. Uh, I'm gonna watch um, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Revisit Mank and revisit the Father. I think okay. that would be a lot of fun. That'd to be do cool. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with that said, some more moments I want to talk about uh, with with Anthony Hopkins at the almost basically the climax of the film uh, when he's talking about um, he feels like he's losing all his leaves. Uh, that made me, I didn't start like uncontrollably crying at that point, but that broke my heart. Yeah. And then when she's talking to him, they're sitting on the bed and she's saying how it's such a pretty day and yeah. uh, we should go while it's still nice. We don't have long. And, and the, the metaphoric of, you know, it's not, it's not that often that you're clear, that yeah. you're clear-headed. You know, let's let's take advantage of it while we have it. And oh man, 
I was just sitting there like trying to see the, the screen through my, my watery eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like I think that it really takes a high caliber of actor to make something that could really be overacted and and turn it into something believable. Yeah. If you ever get on TV Tropes, TV Tropes, great wiki. I can spend hours on there. TVTropes.org. Never heard of it. Get, you can go on a rabbit hole down there. Get on there sometime. Look up your favorite movie or game or TV show or whatever and just just go. What is it exactly? It's It's literally just a wiki of all the tropes you can think of. Any trope you can think of for fiction hmm, is okay. in there. And one of them is called NARM. And something gets really NARMy when it's like a really dramatic moment. And it's super like overwrought. It's very intense. And the actor just overacts so much that it just makes it lose all punch and all emotional impact. It, it steals the wind out of the scene. It just it goes overboard a little yeah. too much. Yeah, okay. So you get, you get that's what oh, nar, yeah. NARM would be, NARMy. There was high potential for when, and this is like hella spoilers here. This is the end of the movie. Right. So definitely stop listening if you haven't seen it. When he breaks down crying and he says he oh wants his mommy. Oh, God. That, a lesser actor would have turned that into, it, it would not have gone yeah, over well. But he did so such a good job that I was so heartbroken by that moment. He turned it, he wasn't an old man anymore. Yeah. He turned into like a little boy crying yeah. for his mommy, and it, oh man, think he really reverted in that moment, and he yeah. he did such a good job of showing that reversion. And I mean, I've I remember I never saw it, but I've heard um, stories of of how my my grampy would go back to like he was in assisted living, but he would think that he was back in his youth in Texas, and he grew up in Texas in like the thirties. Yeah. So, you know. That's that's accurate to to regress like that. Like that's Can you imagine? I can't. I can't. I can't fathom any of this. And that's what makes yeah, it so scary. Honestly, this is scarier than any fucking horror movie yeah. I have ever seen. This is the realest shit right here. Yes, yeah. yes. This is this is the most real horror movie I've ever seen. That's yeah. You're absolutely right. So not to <laughs> not to close off on a on a downer note, but uh, or not to end our our thoughts on on that movie on such a downer note, but I definitely recommend it. Um, I think same hundred percent, 10 out of 10. I recommend, honestly, I recommend every single movie that was uh, nominated here, even promising young woman. I had a lot of really strong feelings about that movie. I do want to say I go back. I don't, I don't go back on the things I said, but I think it still has some redeeming values. And I think that it's still worth the watch. Uh, I, my, my opinion has actually degraded a bit since we've, we've spoken. Um, I've I haven't viewed it a second time, but I didn't love it. I really didn't love it. Yeah. I stick, you know, I I maybe I've gone further down from a seven to like a six. I don't know. I think it's worth watching just to. I, I would be curious, honestly, is, how alone I am here in this thought. I I tried googling it, seeing if it's if it's at all a controversy, and it doesn't seem to be. But there are some outliers that viewed it in the same respect as I did, and I'm not trying to start a revolt here oh, but, yeah, yeah. but like i'm curious if it's i hope that i'm not being i hope i'm not being sexist yeah and maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong you know i need to be open to the fact that i could be wrong but i'm going with my gut feeling and how it made me feel and it really turned me off and that sounds weird putting it that way have you had your wife watch it that's a good no i haven't and i actually asked her if she'd want to um she's very particular about what she watches she 
doesn't like a whole lot. <laughs> uh, but if I can get her to watch it, I would love to see what okay. she thinks without, because okay. she doesn't know my feelings on it. Yeah. I haven't really talked to her about it. So if I could just get her to do a, you know, a blind, well, you know, watch it without knowing yeah. and then tell me what she thinks. Uh, that would be interesting. And I would love to see some more female opinions because we're just yeah. going on what we, what we're saying, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, um, I don't know. None of, none of my female friends or family members have seen this movie. I don't know any, any females that have seen this movie. So we're kind of just like a penis echo right. chamber at this point. Yeah. And I mean, trust me, I am, I mean, I'm, I'm that guy that like, if I could be like the Punisher mm-hmm. and just go around and murder everybody yeah. that, that rapes somebody, I would absolutely do that. Yeah. Well, I never thought like, that you were like I, making excuses for right. the I just want to say how strongly I feel like, like to me, rape is just as bad as murder any, because you have changed that person for the rest of their lives. The way I see it. And this this is actually kind of an extreme opinion. There are circumstances in which murder is justified. Absolutely. There are no circumstances in which rape is absolutely. ever justified right. under, any, under circumstances any circumstances ever to anyone. No, you're absolutely in right. in war in anything never justified. Yep. So, yes. With that being said, I really agree with you that the movie's message of all men are terrible is kind of not the best message to have. I just wish there had been a single positive, like yeah. the one guy, even just one guy that's like, I'm, I'm going to call her a taxi. And then her, his, his rapist friend is like, no, I'm going to take her home. That would have like, at least been one something. guy who tried to be good. <laughs> yeah. But they're all terrible. Yeah. Every single one is terrible. That's yeah. what I didn't like. And in thinking in retrospect, that's what's really made my opinion go down. And it sounds, you know, here's here's a podcast with two straight white men right, talking about right, how this right. feminist movie doesn't have any positive male characters. We might sound out of touch. And but maybe... I'm sorry to say that I just don't think that that's the, the best mes- message to have. And maybe looking back at it, maybe if the director or the writer had looked back at it and be like, hey, I see this now and let's let's add... Maybe it wasn't even intentional, you know? I think it was intentional. I do too, but I don't. We don't know, you know. So I'm just giving the benefit of the doubt of if it wasn't intentional. Yeah. Then you know. Now, you need to prepare for if if anybody ever actually starts listening to us, they're gonna take <laughs> this all out of context and tell me, and they're I gonna say a, that we're both misogynist pigs, yes. and they're gonna get us canceled. You're right. You're right. So to the people in the future looking back on this episode trying to get us canceled, listen to the whole thing, motherfuckers. Yes. Don't take things out of context. <laughs> Just gonna like edit together. We hate. Well, I probably shouldn't even say things that could be. Yeah, no, don't. Yeah, don't <laughs> do the trolls any favors here. Yeah, I'm not gonna get, put it on a plate for you. You're gonna have to edit it yourself. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, all right. So, with that said, yeah, all these films, uh, with the exception of one, um, were pretty pretty fantastic uh, movies in their own right. Um, I'm gonna pull up the Oscar winners. Yeah, let's do that. I Absolutely. just kind of want to go over. Let's jump into that. The the categories I, here a little bit. Uh, did not know. I mean, I knew that it was a category, but I didn't know what was up for it. But for the best animated film, mm. um, did you see Soul? Yes, I did too. I was not a big fan. Now, granted, there wasn't a whole lot of animated films uh, in quite a few years actually that have really stood up or you know stood out to me. 
Um, but Soul was not a huge hit for me. Did you really I like liked, it? I love the animation style. I like I the voices. Like I like the fact that it was a Pixar movie. This this movie, I think, of all the Pixar movies so far, is is the most adult that they've gotten. This yes. movie can so be enjoyed absolutely. by adults as much as kids. It's ridiculous. No, you're absolutely right. Um, hey, now that you mention that, before you, uh, well, I probably shouldn't say this right now because this will put us into one huge ass tangent. Listen, I know you 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 say you didn't love Soul, but you also don't like The Incredibles, so your opinion on Pixar Listen. movies is invalid, my friend. All right, I don't. I actually rewatched it, okay? Because this is how much it bothers me. I recently listened to a podcast. Uh, um, shoot, help me out here. What are they called? Call what? out, call out the the giant so they can step on us, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, kind of funny. funny. Yeah, these guys are fantastic. You know, if you like us, you're gonna freaking love them. They're they're incredible guys. Um, but anyway, they no, you were... say that they're just gonna listen to them instead. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, they deserve it. So it is what it is. Um, but they were reviewing The Incredibles and because they're they're just going back and reviewing all these Pixar films and, um. I never understood the love for The Incredibles. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's a great movie. It's a great film for kids. But I don't know why it's so revered and loved. I don't understand. It's a great movie, but it actually sucks. No, is no. what you're like, saying. It, that, okay, come on. Give me some credit here. Like, that doesn't make sense to you? Like, you could say... Come on, you got to think of a movie that you think is, is a great movie, but you just don't think there's anything, like, outstanding about it. If people... I don't know. Um... I just don't get why it's so like I would I would give this I'd give the movie a solid seven like it's good, wow. But people say it's like a twelve like, and they they talk about these moments and with such reverence and such like love, and I'm just like, it just seemed it seemed generic to me, like, this is like me walking into Walmart and getting some great value something and people are saying it's like, so, going to like it's a, a whole family of superheroes. <laughs> And superhero dad, they all retire, and the superhero dad gets back into it, and then it turns out that he's actually working for the supervillain secretly, and then at the end of it, all the family gets together, and they have this big awesome showdown against this robot, and they go to this island, and the volcano opens up, and there's this hot blonde chick that walks out, and you're telling me that you don't like any of this? I said I like it. I just don't understand. You don't appreciate what... A masterpiece this movie is, my friend. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I'm so, I don't I don't like the art style. I, I like love the, the art style. I love the, I, the 60s vibes. I, I love the way just, the characters look. It's just, uh, uh, shit, Fantastic Four knockoff. How is it? I mean, look at their powers. One can stretch. Wait, one doesn't catch on fire, right? The baby well, does. The baby does, yeah. Um, the dad is basically the thing. I mean, he's like super. Well, strong. I mean, if we're gonna say that every super strength guy is ripping off the thing from the Fantastic okay, Four but now, I'm just okay. Saying, I don't know. To me, it is. To me, it feels like it. Listen. But I just didn't feel like there was anything super interesting about it. I okay. Don't, I don't know. Okay. Just kind of it rung all mediocre. all of the all of the things that you're saying are not interesting are the things that I I like. Found so interesting. So yeah. this is just one of those things where But I'm not trying to hate. Where, I'm no, trying and, to understand. And I'm, I'm trying to understand your opinion as well, honestly. And that's why I actually went and rewatched it. I've seen it like 3 times now. But I went and rewatched it recently just because 
after listening to them, I was like, I got to see what's so incredible about this. No pun intended. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually did not mean that going into it. But anyway, uh, yeah, I just still don't get it. I don't know. Okay. But I guess I never will. It's well, weird. I mean, obviously. Yeah. You fucking freak. <laughs> Only per like, so I've met people that don't like Toy Story. I've met people that don't like. See, I, I myself, I don't even like A Bug's Life. I love A Bug's Life. You know how you feel about The Incredibles? That's how I feel about A Bug's Life. Blah. I get it, though. I'm not a huge Bugs Life fan, but I mean, but that was from my childhood. You know, the, right. the Incredibles. Yeah, you know, The Incredibles is more like your childhood, probably. Let's see. That was 2000. Yeah, I would have been seven. So, yep, yep. Yeah. So, so, what's the best Pixar movie in your opinion? Oh hell. Um. Or what's your favorite? Probably Toy Story. Favorite. Yeah, it not even just because of just Toy Story one. Yeah, okay. But I think a lot of that, like probably a good forty percent of that, is nostalgia. Okay, that for me, I think I think that was my first Pixar film that really? I ever saw, and my mom really hyped it up, telling me how it was this. I mean, I saw it on VHS back in the day. I never went to the theaters. Yeah, she, she bought it for us, and we watched it at home on VHS. And to me, it was incredible. And I couldn't wait for you know me to go to sleep and open my eyes and see if my toys are up playing and shit because I believed it. You know. Yeah. So there's a lot of nostalgia there, yeah. But worst Pixar movie, not that's not The Incredibles. I wouldn't even say The Incredibles is the worst. Okay. Yeah. So least favorite Pixar movie. Um. Off the top of my head, right now, honestly, Soul. Wow. I was not a big fan of that at all. Okay. I lost interest. Yeah, like I think you should watch it again. Maybe I need to. Maybe I missed something. I don't know, man. It's not often that I'll say to someone, "You didn't get it." There might be another one I'm not thinking of. If I had a list of all of them in front of me, I might be able to say. I totally respect your opinion, but I do feel like maybe maybe give that one a rewatch. I don't know. Maybe I didn't appreciate um, it for what it was. Did you see Onward? Yes. What do you think about that? Give it like a seven. Yeah, same. It was all right. It was fine. Yeah. I thought it was gorgeous, but I just oh, didn't. Yeah. I didn't. All Pixar movies are gorgeous. Right. I mean, if we're judging Pixar movies based on visuals alone, they're all a 10. The whole concept of the pants just kind of never really... I thought, okay, it's going into it, it's Pixar. They're going to make me love and care about this this dad that's a pair of pants, you know? Yeah. But it never really got me. Never... Yeah. There wasn't enough there. Yeah. Um, you know, Up is a close contender as far as, like, in my adult years uh, for number one. Now that okay. I, now that I'm looking at them. Um, yeah, I think I'd probably still have to go with, uh, oh, Monsters, Inc. That's a great one, too, though. Damn, so many great ones. Uh, Wally. Wally was okay. How'd you feel about Wally? I know that was big I love when it first came out. Yeah? yeah. I definitely like it. I just, uh, I, I don't know if it's at the top there for me. I actually saw that at the, uh, El Capitan Theater in Los Angeles in Hollywood. When it first came out. Oh, that's cool. Yep. I don't remember the circumstances. I was a kid. But <laughs> my parents took me. Um, and this was before Jimmy Kimmel did his show in there every night. Right. Um, and the theater inside is gorgeous. Uh, it's a very historical building. And we went in and sat down. And they did like a pre-show type thing where a bunch of people dressed up as Disney characters came out and did uh, kind of a... Cirque du Soleil-esque, like, dancing and acrobatics and stuff, and then they awesome. played the movie. It was yeah. pretty cool, actually. That sounds really cool. Um, something that I, uh, I don't know how, but forgot about. 
Uh, Ratatouille. Never Ratatouille. seen it. Really? Okay. That's. I think the, I'm looking at a list here, and I think that's the only one that I haven't seen. Um, Nemo. It's good. My wife freaking loves this movie. Uh, I think Abel pretty much loves it too. That's my son. Um, but I never quite got the hype for Nemo either. I've seen it quite a few times, but just never really rung with me. I don't know. If I'm going off of Pixar's filmography here, I saw in theaters, I remember as a kid, I have memories of Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, and Cars. You know what is not a great one, I think, that a lot of people love? I don't know how you feel about it, but Cars. Um, I I am actually a pretty big fan of Cars. Yeah. Not of Cars 2 or 3. Right. But I, I like the first one. I like Owen Wilson. And I love Mater. I, I, I'm not a big fan of Larry the Cable Guy, but I do like Mater. I remembered it more fondly than, than since I've seen it again. I originally watched it with my uh, my nephew, Caleb. He loved Cars. Had, like, every single toy from the movie and stuff. And I remember watching it with him when he was younger, like, probably dozens of times. And maybe that's why. Okay. Uh, but going back now as an adult and watching it, uh, I don't remember it. I don't like it as much as I, I remembered liking it. You know, it didn't hold up to me. I don't know. But, yeah, anyway. I am as... behind on Pixar movies, though. i got to say, there's a few that I haven't seen. Really? What have you not seen? I've never seen Inside Out. I know oh, I know the one. gist of it, but I've never seen it. I've never seen The Good Dinosaur. Oh, I love I've never one. seen Finding Dory. I've never seen Coco. I've never seen The Incredibles 2. Wait, I know. Coco? Yeah, I haven't seen Coco either. And I've never seen Toy Story 4. So that's six. You haven't seen Toy no, Story 4? No, I'm so behind. You need to go watch that. I yeah. know, it's got Keanu in it, right? Yes, it yeah. does. It's also really good. Honestly. Okay. I, I really liked it. I went to, I took my wife to theaters to see that. She really wanted to see that. That's that's probably one of the last times I was in theaters, actually. When did that the come last out? Last time, that was... Uh, that feels like... That uh, came out June 21, 2019. So that okay, would have so been... I've been in theaters since then. The last time I was in a theater, I actually remember was when you and I and a few other people went to see Far From Home. Far From Home, The last Marvel movie, man. And the first movie, maybe, if we go, that we see together will be Black Widow. I was just going to say that. we got to plan Black Widow, yes. But with that said, here's what I would really, really like to do. I never gave my favorite Pixar movie. Oh, yeah, go, go. I would say my favorite Pixar movie is definitely The Incredibles. Yeah? Like, honestly, not just because you're... No, honestly, yeah. Hmm. I love superheroes... And I love the sound. That's another one. God damn. I think that has the best Pixar soundtrack. I can put that on in my car any day. It is a great day. soundtrack. Holy I'll give shit. you that. And I love superheroes too, so that's why I don't get it. I don't know why. I, maybe I'm just... Maybe something's wrong with me. Have you seen know. two? No, I haven't. Okay. I've heard that two is even better than one. I've heard that too. I remember... Which is, I, I need to watch I it. I hated the first one. Okay, I disliked the first one so much when the second one came out. You know me. Chance to see a movie. Absolutely. Yeah. My wife and son went into theaters to see it without me. That's how much I did not want to go that badly. I always go. Somebody says go to the movies. Hell yeah, I'm right there. There's something wrong with this man. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> Maybe I need to like go see a psychiatrist or something about this. Why don't I like The Incredibles? I don't know. Yes. Uh, anyway, with that said, something I would really like to do, but I don't know if it's feasible because we're talking about a month from now. Yeah. And we're talking eight films you'd have to watch between now and then. What's in a month? Fast nine. Oh, you really want me to? I really, really want, me to watch want these, you don't to do you, this, you son of a bitch. I really, really want you to do this, and I really want you to. I want to go to IMAX. Oh, I love IMAX. But that's next month, and IMAX. I don't know if you're ready for to go to theaters. 
I mean, I'm fully vaccinated. Are you? Yeah. Okay. As of, well, I'm not fully vaccinated, but at two weeks from last Monday, I'll be fully vaccinated. So, so if I don't know, like, I know we can't watch them all together. Obviously that'd be probably unfeasible to watch eight films in, in a month together, but so we could watch them separately. We could do it as a little side off, or we could yeah. do a separate podcast all together, like do our normal routine of whatever we're going to do. And then also do like a fast and a furious 30 minute mini-sodes. special. Yeah. Like little mini sods. Okay. If you wanted, but I really would love well, it if you were able to. You've been bugging me about this for years and it's your favorite series. So, and, uh, and you got to go into it, it knowing you. that I'm not expecting you to walk away from this and say, these are fantastic films. I mean, but if you shut off your brain and try to have a good time, I think you enjoy it. You showed me the trailer the other night, and it looks entertaining. Definitely. There's no doubt entertaining. If anybody says these films are not entertaining, they're lying. If they say a lot of negative connotations about, like, you know, wh- anything, believability or or script or dialogue or anything, 100% they're probably right. You yeah. Know, or at the very least, somewhat right, yes. But it's a damn good time. So much fun. So entertaining. Uh it's it's really for me what a big part of going to going to theaters is about. It, I mean, yes, it can be about a lot of different things, but I love that feeling of like friends and family in the summertime going to the theaters or anytime, oh, yeah. you know, and just having a good time, cheering along with the movie. Yep. It's an experience. It's not just like yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's a it's a popcorn flick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um I think that you would really be happy you did and have a good time. Okay. Um, well, I, I, I think I owe it to you after all these years of not watching them. So I'm <laughs> all right with that. And and with that said, there was actually a new – you don't need to watch it, but there was a new trailer that dropped uh, is kind of a – it's not just a trailer. It's literally like Vin Diesel talking about going back to the movies now that, like, the world is kind of getting a little bit better with yeah. COVID and everything and, you know, saying – what better way to go back to theaters than with your family, as in the Fast family? Uh, I know how you feel about oh it. Oh my god! Like, no, but I, dude, I, it's so hard. It's just so to cheesy. Me. It is it's cheesy. So cheesy. It's cheesy oh, as hell. God. But I love it. It's so good. He's <laughs> and he's right. Like some of the stuff he says, he's like, "Come back to the theaters where we make you believe in the unbelievable again, where you can have a good time and cheer and be with friends and like." I mean, it's I listen. I I totally agree with all the stuff that he's saying. You know, it's cheesy, but that's the kind of PSA that we need right now. That's what I feel like. Yeah, like bring on the cheese. That's fine. You know, I think we don't have enough cheese to be honest. Unless you're lactose intolerant, and then maybe you should lay off the cheese. But we went off on kind of a uh, yeah, we did Pixar <laughs> tangent there. Um, I want to go over the Oscar. Oh yeah, here. Let's, let's get that. Yeah, absolutely. So best picture, Nomadland one. Um, I don't think that any the only movie out of these. If it had won, I would have think it was undeserving. Was honestly promising young woman. I just don't yeah. think it was that good. Any of these, any other of these movies could have won Best Picture, and I would have been fine with it. Same. So Nomad Land, you deserved it. Um, Yu Young Yoon, who played the grandma in Minari, um, won for Best Supporting Actress. I really like that. I totally deserved that. it. Yeah, she stole the show. Yeah, she did. Um, Daniel Kaluuya won for Judas and the Black Messiah. The fact that he was supporting actor and not lead actor for that role I know, was right? insane. That's crazy to me. But but I'm glad he won something because he definitely deserved it. Here's a movie I really want to watch because I love Mads Mikkelsen. Another Round won Best Foreign Film. 
Hmm. And it's about, he plays, uh, I think, a teacher who's having a midlife crisis, and he goes on a bender. Um, and it's supposed to be really good, and I love that actor. I really love him, too. So yeah. I really want to watch that. We'll have to check that out. Um, short form documentary was Colette. I've never, I don't even know how to watch the short documentaries. I say this every year. Where do I go to watch yeah, these? Yeah, I know. I, I looked into that as well. I was like, I don't know where to find those. Uh, documentary feature was My Octopus Teacher. No idea. Original song was Fight for You hmm. from Judas My and Black Octopus Messiah. Teacher, actually, I, I have uh, seen a part of it. Oh, and really? I would recommend It's on Netflix, I believe. Oh. Yeah, um, uh, I think it's Netflix. It's one of the streaming services. Okay. So far, from what I started, I, something happened that pulled me away, but it looks really cool, really hmm. fantastic. I'll keep that in mind. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah wins for Best Original Song. Soul won for Animated Feature. Um Best Adapted Screenplay was The Father. I would agree with that. Um, Best Original Screenplay. So here's the nominees. Judas (sighs) and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, Trial of Chicago 7. Out of those picks, out of all those movies, mine for Best Original Screenplay would absolutely be The Trial of Chicago 7 because Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. But for some reason, whatever crack they were smoking over there at the Academy... They had to give Promising Young Woman one, so they you, gave screenplay. You could have. There's there are some in there I wouldn't have been so, or some nominations had it won, I would have been less angry at. I. Yeah, did, honestly, did, did like do they know what the word original means? I know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, oh. the screenplay for any of these movies was for all these movies was better. That's like, one thing. That trial, seems to be the Sound consensus. of Metal, Minari, Judas, all. I was so angry, and I looked that up that I, I'm definitely not the only one out there that is like, you call this original? Yeah. Yeah. No, there's nothing original about it, in my opinion, in a lot of. I mean, people's. it's it's yeah, it's and it's definitely ridiculous. not the best out of that list. Absolutely no. not. No. Don't Best. know how that happened, but yeah. They had to give it one. They had yes. to give it one. Yeah. That's pretty, I think, honestly. I guess so. Um, Best actor in a leading role was Anthony Hopkins. He deserved it. 100%. Best role of his career. He'll go down forever as Hannibal Lecter because that's the most iconic. Right. But this is his best role. Best performance. 100%. Yeah, 100%. He deserved that. Um, Best actress in a leading role was Frances McDormand. Totally, totally deserved it. Yeah, I agree with that. Um... Best director, Chloe Zhao won for Nomadland. Definitely, definitely agree with that. I watched a really interesting video on YouTube the other day comparing the works of Terrence Malick and Chloe Zhao. And she's taken a lot from him stylistically in the way that she uses the camera and the way that she shoots. But that's it like they diverge a lot creatively who's terrence malick terrence malick has done movies like um the thin red line he did he's done a lot of experimental movies i gotta look up his uh say i'm not familiar with that name i'm surprised you've not heard of terrence malick i I mean if i have i don't i just don't recognize Tree of life thin red line badlands hidden life days of heaven knight of cups he does a lot of experimental movies. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you ever want to watch a good movie um, about World War II, watch The Thin Red Line. It's like three hours long, but it's pretty good. Uh, anyway, Oscars. Best production design. Mank won. Oh, yeah. Definitely deserved it. I understand Holy that shit. 100%. Yeah. The way they recreated old school Hollywood and in black and white. Oh, man. Yeah. 
Definitely. Best cinematography. Um, Mank won. Uh, I would agree with that as well. I had the only one of these that I haven't seen is News of the World. Um, but Mank, like the the way that they use light and shadow and black and white in that movie was so gorgeous. Yes, News of the World. I, I gotta watch that. I, I, I've been wanting to see that so bad. I've been waiting on it to be cheaper than the twenty dollar rental. <laughs> I actually got it on four K. Oh yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, like you, you bought it physically? Yep, yep you I bought it. You also let me know if you watch it before I do. Um, costume design was Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which I do want to watch. I haven't seen yet. And achievement in sound, the only one that it could have gone to was Sound of Metal, and it did. Of course, and yeah, I agree. If if any What's, if any other movie had won, it. What was the you said original song for Judas and the Black Messiah? What was that? Because isn't if I'm not mistaken, isn't that the movie where his uh, the director's uncle did like the the score the score yeah the score yeah but the it was song original, music, original song was it the song was fight for you the score let's see soul one for score uh, okay judas wasn't even nominated for best original score hmm. i can't believe it i love that score yeah. um visual effects tenant yes yeah absolutely have you oh, seen it yet uh so I, I bought it yeah i was gonna rent it the other night on voodoo and it was uh six dollars to rent or ten dollars to buy so yeah. i was like why not okay uh but I, I started watching it and uh with my wife and she fell asleep so i had to stop yeah we're gonna finish okay. it later but yeah, yeah. That... so far I'm, I'm digging it like i'm loving the the concept so. i only watched it once because i kept wanting to try and get everyone together to watch it again so yeah. i think i'm probably just gonna need to sit down and rewatch it I'm probably going to have to end up watching it on my own, to be honest. It's difficult getting her to sit down and watch something and uh, make it through it. Don't get me wrong. She loves to do it. It's just, yeah. And then best film editing was Sound of Metal, which uh, I would, I'm. Yeah. That, I'm not the editing saying... in that movie, I don't know. I feel like of the movies that were nominated for, for best editing, I think uh, Trial should have won. Yeah. Just because of the way I go back to that one scene where Sasha Baron Cohen's character is telling the story of how the shit went down in the park and they're cutting back and forth between him and what's actually happening in the park. Yeah. And he's doing stand up and that yeah. that one scene that alone like all the editing in the movie is great, but that one scene alone was just so and good. And even even the the opening and how they're all they're they're showing each different person and how they're taking going to this uh yeah, going to Chicago and what they're having to say about it and the way they cut from person to person. I love that. Yeah. Uh there there could have been better. Yeah, but I'm upset. I don't think Chicago won anything, did it? No. Yeah. No. That's that's a it's a sin. Yeah. But um all right. Well, so, got anything else you want to talk about? Well, no. I got. With that said, I guess we we finished our. Even though we didn't do it on time. Yep. My um, my prediction for best picture would have been Minari. Yeah, and mine would have been uh, the trial. So, we both were wrong, but um, I think overall I'm 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 about seventy percent happy with who won what, and uh, it was interesting. I never done. I've never done anything like that before. I never even gave a shit about the Oscars, yep. honestly. Uh, so it was really cool to, and I, I'm really glad I did. It's also really incredible films. I think we should do it again next year. I agree. These are movies uh, that honestly, aside from a couple of them, the father, I never would have watched that if, if we weren't doing this. I guarantee you. Yeah. Same. Never would have watched that. Same. I love um, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. But knowing what it was about. I, I would have bounced right off of that. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I'm so glad that I watched Same it. Same goes for Minari. I probably wouldn't have. Even though uh, Steven Yeun was in it, I probably wouldn't have touched that. Just because, and this is going to make me sound terrible, but like subtitles. Okay. More than more often than not, just because I don't get a lot of time to watch anything. And when mm. I do, I'm usually so exhausted or tired or just uh, like, I just want to. I get it. Yeah. And, and <laughs> that sounds incredibly um, just stupid of me but it's how i can be i need to change that honestly because i miss out on a lot so well you know it could be worse you could be watching all this stuff with dubs yeah 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 that i can't it's better that. to just not I've watch tried. it all. God. i can do dubbed anime do, dubbed do, anime is different do dubbed and subtitles at the same time oh my god <laughs> that'll mess with you i've tried that before that's really that's interesting yeah because then you see the translation differences. You, oh yeah, it's so different a yeah. lot of the time. It's so different. Um, what are we gonna right, watch? What are we gonna talk about next week? Well, what do you we think? We can watch. You know, we can we can do some Fast and the Furious. We can watch yeah, that. Yeah, we can do a little side set. But uh, I don't know. You got any? Uh, I will say one movie recommendation. I want you to watch and let me know what you think. I watched Nobody. Okay, so actually that was going to be my recommendation okay. for this one. Uh, and yes, I did watch it. Oh, okay. So we could do... Let's do episode six right now. What'd you think? Right? Let's just <laughs> jump into it. No. Uh, we can discuss that one next time. But uh, another... You want to you go mainstream then? Is that what you want to do? Uh, I, don't, I don't really care. So I, I kind of I want to do... Maybe... Yeah, I, I don't care, honestly. Why don't we... Okay, why don't we pick three films? Do you want to do three? Or do you sure. Or just want to do one? Um, I kind of feel like two is is a, is a good, a good sweet okay. spot because three, you know, three is a lot to watch. Okay. It doesn't sound like a lot, but sometimes when life gets in the way, three can no, be a lot it. to watch. Well, did you watch Mortal Kombat? No, not yet. Okay, because that was one I wanted to do. Okay, now, so I have watched Mortal Kombat, but I've I'll watched, watch that. I've also watched uh, Nobody. So okay, I need some homework. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's why I said three. But we can we can well. Just... I mean, yeah, considering that. I've already... We don't need to set a number. But, I mean, I guess next week we can do three. Um, it don't matter. Whatever you want to do. Is there any... Let's just do that. Is there a third off the top of your head that... If we could go way classic, and I could recommend a classic to you that I watched a few weeks ago. Go for it. Dog Day Afternoon with Al Pacino. Directed I've by Sydney, Sydney Lumet. I would love to, though. Classic. Okay. It's on... I can't remember where I watched it. It might be on HBO Max. Okay. Um, but yes, that movie. Dog Day Afternoon. Dog Day Afternoon. All right. And it is old, I'm, I'm but okay it holds up 100%. You said Pacino? El Pacino. Hell yeah. I'm down for that. Okay. So we'll go mainstream with some Nobody and... Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Um, were you? Did you ever watch the original, the no. Mortal Kombat or Annihilation? No. Are you I've a fan at all of Mortal Kombat? I like the games, yeah. The games, yeah. But okay. um, the movies, I've never seen any of them. Well, I think even still, if you're a fan of the games, this movie's really going to resonate with you. Okay, cool. Like it, so I'm glad. Um, anyway, so yeah, we'll go. Nobody, Mortal Kombat, and Dog Day Afternoon. Right? Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. And if we ever get a following at all, or anybody wants to recommend anything. Can yes. you comment on Spotify? I don't know if you can. You can't comment on Spotify. We need some kind of You can comment on to... SoundCloud, I think. Yeah. Um, so if you don't know, you can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud. I, let's, at this point, the odds of anyone listening to this that we don't know personally right. are pretty slim. <laughs> yeah. So listen, if there's any movies you want us to watch or talk about... Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> but no promises. I'll tell you that right uh, now. <laughs> but what's actually going to happen is we'll come back in a month and a half with our favorite Christmas movies. 
We've laid this all out, but we're going to throw you a curveball. We're going to go completely different like last time. A month and a half, so it'll be like June something. Yes. All right, anyway, I guess that's it, guys. I'm Stanton. And I'm Adam. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. This has been the Subjective Cinephiles Podcast. That's right, and we will see you. Well, you will hear us on the next one. Oh, we were muted the whole time. <laughs> I was going to say, I've been watching, motherfucker. <laughs>